Even when you try to maintain a healthy diet, it can be tough to get all of the nutrients you need for long-term health. Care of makes it super easy and even fun to figure out what vitamins and supplements are best for your diet and lifestyle. Go to takecareof.com and take a short quiz to get your personalized vitamin recommendation. Use offer code AMR at checkout for 50% off your first month of vitamins. Welcome to another Mother Runner. This is Sarah in Portland with a slight cold. Oh, and this is Dimity in Denver feeling very sympathetic, but slightly glad that you're not next to me so I can't get it. (laughs) And he's a prime supposed to go do Iron Man. Oh, I know. I have thought about that this week. I'm like, oh, thank goodness I'm sick and it's not Dimity. That's good. (laughs) Yeah. So so this is going to be airing on Father's Day, Dimity. So um, what special plans does the davis family have in store davis family family well that's funny you should ask because um i asked grant last night my husband what he wanted to do mm-hmm. um i said i said what do you want for father's day that's what i said i didn't i didn't say you know action or item but just kind of left it open mm-hmm. and his response was wait for it a rolling cooler <laughs> he wanted a cooler on wheels <laughs> and I gotta say, we own three coolers already. We own like a baby bear cooler, like holds a six pack and you know, a couple string cheeses and stuff. We own a medium one that works for like kids' lunches. Um, and you know, and then we own a big one that, you know, you can fit a whole dinner in, but it doesn't have wheels. And it is heavy. I mean, I you know, especially if you load it up. But I just said, no. I I mean they're expensive, first of all. And secondly, like <laughs> I'm not buying a fourth cooler when we already have three. I mean, talk about excessive consumption, right? Particularly something that is never going to die in the landfill. I mean, well, exactly, exactly. And then we go. I mean, we have a neighborhood pool. We go up there a lot. Everybody has a, a you know, it's a little bit of peer pressure. Everyone has a rolling cooler, you know. And Grant's like, "Well, you always make me carry the heavy one." And I was like, "All right, I'll carry the heavy one." Like, you know. <laughs> no, 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 yeah. Tiffany. Because this is then fast forward to the to like August eighteenth, and you're going to be like. I can't turn my head at all. I was carrying the stro- the cooler over to the pool last night. The heavy cooler, the heavy cooler. Yeah, yeah. So that's what he wanted. And then what else did he say that he wanted? Um, oh, shoot, I can't remember. Maybe if we start talking about what you're but, doing, but, I'll remember. But wait, can I also just say that this reminds me of when you were like, so Ben, it's your birthday. You get to choose anywhere you want to go out to dinner. Where do you want to go for dinner? And he says McDonald's. And you're like, nope, not going there. <laughs> it's like, hey, Grant, what do you want for Father's Day? His response, nope, not getting you that. <laughs> okay, so I'm a little bit of a control freak. Is that what you're saying? No, what I'm saying is, is that the next time you ask me a question and I really want something, like I have a specific want, I'm going to throw out a red herring first. Sarah, <laughs> exactly. what do you want to do? Oh, okay. Uh, well, I mean, would you buy the cooler um, if you already have three perfectly very good coolers? Um, n- no, but um, I don't mean to make Grant envious, but we have a rolling cooler. Oh, you do? Yes, we do. Um, but I think it was um, used. You know, Jack is a real estate agent. And um, dare I say that I suspect that he probably found it like in the basement of a house that had sold already. And so he just, you know, or that like what's going to be destroyed or something. So he snapped it up for your family picnics. He did. He did. So, yeah, um, yeah but I can't, but you know, we don't have um, the lifestyle that you do. We do not have um, a neighborhood outdoor pool here. Don't in have my luxurious lifestyle. Yeah. That I, I take do. it back. Yeah. We do have um, an outdoor pool, but it's um, a pr- part of a private club and it, um, 
it is outside our means to um, become members. So yeah, uh, so we have a kiddie pool in our front yard, but you don't need a rolling cooler to, to, get, to go to it. You can take <laughs> get it. the black bean salad and the beans out to it. I mean the beers, black bean salad and the beers. Yeah. Um, well, so what are you guys doing? Well, so um, um, see, I just don't veto people's ideas. I also just don't oh, ask oh, them. Oh, I also oh. just don't ask them what they want to do. But Daphne oh. has been scheming all along for for I don't know at least a month now maybe two of she has the idea of what we're going to do so we're going to do two things and um, we're going to go to the Chinese garden here in Portland and the reason she had the idea is because she's the she and I are the only family members who've ever been to it and it's a um, city block in downtown Portland and it's walled in so you can look through the little windows or whatever but um, or openings but um, it's not just something you can see as you walk by I mean you can see the outside but you can't see the you know magical mystical indoor part of it um it's kind of like, like a garden country club you got to pay to get in <laughs> right yeah um but it's you know it's it's as if you feel as if you're transported to you know a, a country garden outside of beijing or something it has um, a very large pond in it and plantings and bridges and just kind of intriguing architecture so she has been dying to go back there since I took her there a year ago, almost to the day, actually, now that I think about it. And, um, and then, gosh, oh my gosh, the other thing we were doing, oh, I know, we have a, um, speaking of living within our means, um, the, uh, I have a living social voucher for um, a bowling like, um, I guess two games of bowling and some popcorn. So, and, and it expires on the 19th. So I'm like, Oh, we're going to use that on father's day then. <laughs> go big or go home. Yeah. The go problem, plan. the problem though is, is that it's, um, the voucher is good for six people. And you know me, I want to maximize our usage of it. I'm like, last night I was suddenly, was like, Oh, where are we going to find an, an extra kid to go with us who won't like be wanting to spend it with, with their dad? So now that I'm talking through this, um, Jack has a friend who's a um, really named Jim, who's a really nice um, divorced dad whose daughter lives on the other side of the country. So maybe Jim would join us. So Jim, if you're listening, you want to go bowling? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you know what? You are the queen of living social deals. And then you're also the queen of like using them the day before they expire. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're very good at that. You've got that down to a, a nice skill. <laughs> Thanks, <Okay>. I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, so can I, t- can I share my good news for this week? Honestly, like mm-hmm. this is better than me being in the taper for Iron Man. It's better than my kids being out of school. It's better than having... You know, a nanny who I adore so far. Uh Um, I should say not so far. I adore her. Um, So I open up, speaking of swimming pools, so my kids are on the swim team. And, Mm -hmm. you know, just just in case you're wondering, it is just a very much a neighborhood club pool. It is not a country club by any stretch. Like they they sell Skittles at the snack shack. They don't sell, you know, grilled cheese and all that. Um, But anyway, um, so I open up my volunteer assignments. And I, Sarah, guess what I drew this year? I, I can't even imagine. Ribbons. Ribbons. <laughs> I only have to do the ribbons, which goes from 11 a.m. to the end of the meet. And all I have to do is, like, stick stickers on them. So, you know, like, whoever, it's, I think it's first through sixth place. I mean, <laughs> if you have a child on swim team, you know how interminable those meets are. I mean, they are, like, six hours long. They're in the hot, hot sun. I mean, usually I'm a timer or worse, I'm a heater, which means that you've got to get all the kids in the right lane assignments, like lined up in the hot, hot sun. And like, they're good for like the first two events. And then after that, they're just 
hot and tired and don't want to do it anymore or listen anymore. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, I just feel like I've arrived. Like I am ribbons. I am ribbons. Is that because you like put in your time last year as the kind Grant of... I was saying that it might be because I've, you know, I've been, well, this is my third year on swim team, but I've got some friends and I hope they're not listening, but like Laurel, who's still a timer. And I think Jenny's doing heating and I don't know, maybe they thought I was maybe too controlling and heating. I don't know. <laughs> I bet so the little kids were like, I'm scared of Mrs. Davis. She really, she yells at us. <laughs> it's very possible. It's very possible. And you know what? If that's what it takes to draw the ribbons, I am so fine with that. <laughs> and then if you get put back on heating, you're going to be like, hey, come on, kids, let's go. <laughs> Shut up and get laid to for the 25 breaths. You sit eight and under. <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, that I honestly like. I'm just doing it for three meets, all three home meets. Oh, you get the same. Oh, I thought this was just one time. And oh, so this truly is cause for celebration. It is. I mean, I I really am doing my happy dance. So, um, so yeah. Excellent. Well, that's good. I think I think you deserved um, a little bit easier assignment, Timothy. So thanks. Thanks. So, um, so this podcast is airing on Father's Day, and we have a special guest for Father's Day. Um, it's a man, which we don't have very often, and, and it is um, a dad of five kids, and um, it is Dan Britton, who um, founded Chariot Carriers um, about 20 years ago, and he uh, stepped aside as CEO last year so he could spend more time with his family, which we applaud. And to uh, get back to doing what he loves best, which is innovating product. And so um, Dan's the director of innovation for Chariot. Um, And if you don't know, Chariot Carriers um, are a partner of another mother runner. And they're really innovative strollers that can be used for running, cycling, um, cross-country skiing, and plain old walking. Hi, Dan. Great to have you on here. We're really excited to talk to you. Um, Because we love dads who are out pushing their kids in a running stroller, we kind of envision the grateful mother who is at home, like sleeping in or, you know, making her own pancakes and not having to make, you know, 10 for the family um, or maybe running by yourself. Were you kind of one of those hero dads who packed up the kids every weekend um, while you exercised and took them with you? Well, I'd love to say I was, but I wasn't. No. <laughs> okay. I, <laughs> we, we uh, yeah, on occasion, definitely. I would... Uh, we have five kids, so um, there was plenty of opportunity to to uh, help my wife out, and um, yeah, we'd go out Saturday mornings, Sunday mornings, evenings sometimes, and uh, but probably more often, as I think back, it would would have been together as a couple, oh, or oh. my wife, or my wife without me. Wait, probably. are your kids runners now, by any chance? No, no, we're working on that. They're um, this this new generation. They're they're all about using gravity to uh, its advantage. So they like downhill skiing and downhill biking and and uh, and more team sports. I'd say at this point. But sure. um, and how old are they now? They range from four to fourteen. Oh so wow! Uh, three older boys and two two daughters. So you still yeah. have people who could ride in a chariot carrier. Yeah, our daughter. Um, yep, she still rides, and I know my mom or my mom, my wife. Don't tell her I called her my mom. <laughs> Freudian slip. Freudian slip. Freudian slip. My wife is um, at a, a school day at what's called Heritage Park here in Calgary with uh, my six-year-old, and she's pushing. I know my four-year-old or has the chariot with them. So nice. Still being used. Yeah. Yeah. So you founded Chariot almost twenty years ago. So what was the spark to get it going? The spark was, I didn't have a family yet. I wasn't married. Um, 
but I was looking for a career and I had an economics degree and um, I wasn't enjoying where that was going. I really sort of drifted into that. I was more of a math type person and uh, it was easy uh, for me. So I went down that road, but um, and was actually going to go do a master's in economics, but just, yeah, I really was not, not feeling good about that direction. So I wanted to start a business, which wasn't so common at that time. And I uh, had a few ideas, and this was one of them. I was working at a bike shop. Uh, a friend of mine had a bike shop, so I was sort of working part-time. I was a triathlete, so I was uh, was training and, and working there for a period. And he um, he was selling some products uh, from the U.S. They were hard to import and uh, and quite costly. And so for some reason, just got really excited about, about this category. Um, That's awesome. Do you remember any of your other ideas? I'm just curious. Like, yeah. Like, well, yes. Like I, uh, a ball machine manufacturer, if you weren't making carrier carriers. <laughs> no, I. Well, one totally opposite side of the spectrum was um, there's a really cool old uh, old um, movie theater that I was thinking of converting um, into a nightclub. Mm-hmm. But um, just because I love this theater, and that was sort of before it's since this happened i think to a number of uh, theaters but um i wouldn't have had the funds to do it i had had almost no budget so that wouldn't have worked and then a health club was on my mind as well they they sort of were just were just starting to be popular i would say more of a um, holistic sort of health club but again wouldn't have had the capital and uh, would have been hard to raise the capital i think given my lack of experience and fresh out of university so yeah 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 Sound like you sound like an economics major. I wouldn't have had the capital. I wouldn't have had the capital. Well, so so did you borrow kids of you know of friends to kind of build the original model, or like you know did you build like talk us through the process? How do you build like a, a running slash biking stroller? Well, um, yeah, borrowed my brother's kids uh, in particular. I remember using them a lot, and he had some young young kids at the time renting them and uh, what was the going rate back then for a kid uh, i think it was a slurpee and a, a, a cookies no. uh, and really i used i used friends i had a friend who was an engineer and another friend who is a um a sewing designer more more uh, fashion and um i bought a really cheap 2d cad package and started working on it i had some aptitude although not having an uh, engineering degree and just started putting it together, um, borrowing tools. I know my, my brother worked for an airline at that point, and they had a tools shop that had benders. And um, sort of by hook and by crook, I moved back into my parents' home and was in their basement living for, for free and um, making stuff wow. in, their ba- in their basement. That's so fun. So. I, love, I love the innovative spirit. So, I mean, so tell us about like the original stroller you made. I mean, what does it look at all like what it looks like now or? Well, the first, the, the, the three basic ideas, one was um, to improve the folding. So to have a quick, a quick fold design. And um, at the time, most of the products, you know, you had undo knobs and they're just, they were, they were awkward and, and sl- slightly, uh, I'd say not intuitive. Um, and then the other uh, two ideas were to make it multifunctional. So to make a trailer that could also be a jogger. So Bicycle trailers were becoming popular and joggers were as well, but no one had put them together. And then the third was just to improve the design. So um, from an industrial design perspective, just just nicer looking colors and, and just the, the design of the brackets and, um, and those sorts of things. So 
those three concepts um, were ideas were really uh, what the first product attempted to be. And looking back, it sure wasn't that. And there was many, what you end up doing, especially on a shoestring budget, you're, you're ripping part, you, you make one and you rip it apart, you, you know, you use it and it doesn't work and you rip it apart and take parts off it. So it was really, the, the final prototype was an evolution of literally dozens. And uh, so the process, it was, it was about a year um, or more, maybe, maybe uh, 14 to 16 months and uh, before we had a prototype that, that seemed really um, uh, sellable. Ready, ready for prime time or close enough? Yeah, exactly. What year did the original stroller come out? So I started working on this in 91, uh, incorporated a business in 92, and the first um, sample would have been ready late in 92. Okay. So it's actually it's been more than 20 years uh, looking back. Um, and then first production was spring, late spring of 93. So that's roughly, uh, so it's about two years from, you know what, I'm really going to pursue this uh, and working hard on it to actually having product ready to sell. Wow. Speaking of multifunction, was that first one, was, were you able to ski with that or no? Because I find that the, the Canadian slant to it all that you can take your kids <laughs> cross-country skiing. Yeah, the, first, the very first one we had was, was just um, trailering and jogging. Um, didn't have a ski kit, although within a boat, I think by sort of um, 95, we had a ski kit might have even been 94 and it was a wooden <laughs> contraption I had a friend who was a carpenter and uh, so the skis themselves were wood as were the frame uh, was the frame that held the skis and then it had an aluminum toe bar system so we sold that for a few years lost a bunch of money on it and so we stopped it and then we brought back a sort of a proper functioning and uh and one that could be mass produced in um in the early 2000s so around 2001 I think our first official uh, ski kit came out. So what are the most ways you've used a chariot carrier in a single weekend? Since 2011, BarkBox has been committed to making dogs happy. For humans, BarkBox is a delivery of four to six natural treats and super fun toys curated around a surprise theme each month. For dogs, BarkBox is like the joy of a million belly scratches. Bark boxes include all-natural treats and innovative toys to match a dog's unique needs, including allergies and heavy chewer preferences. Not a phrase I say every day. Dimity's dog Mason, an energetic Weimaraner, is eagerly awaiting his first bark box. Dimity let BarkBox know the breed, size, and even name of her dog, as well as the all-important chewing preferences. And now, on the 15th of each month, a new box will get shipped to Mason. Each monthly box is themed, like Country Fair or Brooklyn Hipster, with new and unique toys to keep dogs engaged, interested, and happy. If your pooch doesn't like something in the box, BarkBox promises to send something they'll love for free, because BarkBox is all about dog happiness. Choose a plan. One, six, or 12-month plans are available. Cancel any time. Free shipping in the continental U.S. For a free extra month when you subscribe to a six- or 12-month plan of BarkBox, visit BarkBox.com. Dot com slash AMR. That's BarkBox.com slash AMR. Woof! Thanks to StoryWorth for supporting our podcast. StoryWorth is a subscription service started by a fellow who wanted families to be able to share their memories and anecdotes with each other. Here's how it works. Purchase a StoryWorth subscription for someone you love, and each week, StoryWorth sends that loved one an email with a question about his or her life. The person either replies with his or her story via email or records it by phone by calling a StoryWorth number. After a year, the stories are bound in a lovely hardcover keepsake book. 
My husband Jack and I gifted StoryWorth to his dad, and we're especially looking forward to hearing his tales about going to medical school in Dublin, Ireland, which is where Jack was born and spent the first four years of his life. Then we'll share the book with Jack's siblings. For $20 off, visit StoryWorth.com AMR when you subscribe. That's StoryWorth.com AMR. Most ways, well, probably for sure the three and maybe four. So ski, bike, and uh, and run or walk, and then we have a hiking conversion kit. So yeah, we've we've probably done done the four. Wow, yeah, the quadrathlon, the chariot quadrathlon. <laughs> That's right. That's awesome. The kids were sick of us by the end of the weekend. No, we've, we've used a lot over the years for sure. The, you know, the main the main uses have been biking and skiing, probably for us. Um, with running third, believe it or not, my wife cross country skis a lot. And uh, wow, spoken like a true Canadian that you you ski with it more than you run with it. <laughs> yeah, well, it's um, my wife and I are both triathletes, and our running was our least favorite sport. Sorry to tell you that, but um, so we still run. We run like once every week or once every two weeks. But um, <laughs> me too. I'm a triathlon too, or triathlete too, and running's my least favorite as well. Well, yeah. so I'm just curious. I, I reviewed running pillars for Runner's World. Um, gosh, I mean, when my kids were little, like. I think they were, well, it was probably 2004 or 2005. And that was the first time I'd been introduced to Chariot. And, um, and that was really interesting when I, when it arrived at my doorstep, I mean, it was so different looking than any other, um, stroller on the market. I mean, what kind of reaction do you get from people now? Now do they kind of understand it more? Or is it still a little bit like what uh, you need to kind of explain to them what it is? Well, it depends on the market. And it well, seems in Canada, uh, multifunctional, carriers and probably just because we really focus on Canada initially, um, you know, both at the retailer level and, and consumer, consumers seem to really understand the concept as a general, as a general point. The U.S. has been a little slower for us. We initially sold in the U.S. through, through private labels. So we, we built our products with the likes of Trek bicycles and, and uh, Schwinn bikes and um, Bell Sports was another one. And they just, you know, we were one of a number of products in their portfolio, so we just didn't get the attention probably uh, through the sales sales force and marketing. Um, and so the U.S. is a little behind. Europe, parts of Europe, really advanced in terms of understanding and using multifunctional uh, products. So okay. it, it's, it depends. Yeah, they. Uh, so there are two things that I remember from that um, experience. First, how roomy it was for the kids. I mean. Because it was, they were not squeezed in there by any stretch, which was an anomaly. And then, and, second, and, and might I add that Dimity's kids um, take up a little bit of room too. So. <laughs> they, they were not children; they were both ten pounds when they were born. Um, uh, also, um, they uh, the adjustable hand, handlebar. I mean, I had the one that had a you could turn it one way or the other, which you probably still have. But I'm I'm really tall, so it made such a difference for me to have one that was at my height instead of uh, you know kind of running with it down to my below my hips, you know. So. I think yeah. I gave it a good review, if I remember correctly. <laughs> oh, good. Oof. Thank you. It's been our bread and butter and our, our total focus. So, you know, we've tried to to build in features that um, just make life easier for parents and kids. And uh, and I think we've done a fairly good job of it. I, um, I'm a bit of a, a half or glass half full guy. Um, Sorry, half empty. Is that how it goes? Yeah, yeah. glass half empty guy. So I, I tend to see see all the improvements that we can still do, and and there is lots of room for improvement. But we've worked really hard to make uh, really functional and useful products, and I think we've done a good job. 
Yeah. Do you get people, um, though, who might be kind of confused as to why, as a running stroller, there's just two wheels on it? I know you can get a kit that you can add a third wheel, but I think um, sometimes when people look at it, they're like, hmm, like, doesn't that tump over? Like, and they don't understand that, you know, once the parent pushes on the back and, and starts running, then, then all you need are the two wheels. That's right. I mean, if someone walks into a, um, into a large retailer and they don't have, have it properly set up, um, you know, they'll, you know, they can be confused in terms of how it works. And even on our website, we've definitely at times, and I don't know where we're at right now, but, you know, it can be a little bit confusing. So conveying that, uh, communicating the, the, uh, the premise and how the, the convertibility works is really important for us, for sure. Um, but generally, I don't, don't hear very often that people are, are just confused on how to use it. Mm-hmm. All right, Dan, now we're going to put you on the spot. So, um, so no pressure, but we have some <laughs> running with a stroller from some of our, our mother runner tribe. So um, just curious, do you know if there is a way to correlate pace with a jogger um, to pace without one? I mean, I often call it like, you know, swimming with two suits versus swimming with one. You kind of lose the drag. But do you guys, have you ever figured out kind of the difference? No, like we haven't, we, we can't afford wind tunnel testing. So we, um, n- no, we haven't really correlated. I'd say, you know, the use of heart, heart rate monitor comes to mind, of course, to, um, but it, you know, it really depends on the load. People will, you know, use our carriers with a, with a 12 pound, you know, next to newborn and up to a hundred pounds of kids. So and then there's always cargo. So it depends on. It would. There's so many variables that the the amount of cargo and children you're carrying. You know whether you have the cover open or closed in terms of wind drag and direction of wind, and you know there'd be so many. I think it'd be hard to hard to do. But um, you know, a heart rate monitor would tell you tell the the runner, you know, what, what effort level they're at. Sure, sure. It's definitely slower. I know that. And for me, it gets, <laughs> gets slower every year is the other bad, the bad news. <laughs> right, Especially exactly. Yeah, we'll take that. That's good enough. It is slower with a stroller than without a stroller. All right, got that definitely down. Slower. We've, done, we've researched that thoroughly, and we know it's slower. So but how about, is there proper running with stroller form? I mean, what are some tips that, that you would give to women who are running with a stroller? Well, I know we, we really enjoy uh, or prefer to run beside the carrier than behind it and it leaves you with one free arm now what that requires of course is a wider trail or or path or sidewalk um and also you know i i prefer a higher handle position so i'll put mine in the tall in the tallest position and so if you can envision i'd be running to the left of the carrier with my right hand on the handlebar um and so I know I know that's a, a position that that I enjoy or prefer. My wife also likes a similar position. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, having one hand free versus two, that would be probably the the most common thing um, that we would uh, we would hear and suggest. I suggest people run with one hand on and one half hand off, and then you can alternate that. And so what that allows you to to keep more of a natural um, arm movement, at least in one of your arms. Right. Sure. Of course, you need to keep your hand near, depending on where you're running. Um, if you're in a city and you're, you're going across sidewalks where there's driveways, you have to have your hand on the brake or you'll want to have your hand on the brake mm-hmm. uh, for those quick stops and hilly conditions and, and whatnot. Sure. Um, and it also, you know, d- depends on the kick stride. You know, some people run and their, their stride, they stride out front quite a bit. And so uh, they have to be careful with hitting one of the wheels or any of the frame 
um, members, depending on our on the model. Some of our models are better for running than others, um, and uh, we think generally our multi our main multifunctional products, um, which are the the sport line, they used to be called the cross country line. They have a uh, a good amount of kick space. We have a folding rear storage bag that you can fold up out of the way to give you more kick kick stride. Um, but yeah, those are some of the things you, you want to watch for. Nice. Nice. Well, um, and so I think I know you answer this because you're such a nice, it's all good Canadian. Um, but, but Christiane wants to know, um, is it terrible to wear headphones to drown out the kids complaining after a few miles? <laughs> have, have you ever done that, Dan? Um, you know what? After five kids, I, they can be making all sorts of noise and we just don't even hear them. So <laughs> you're, you're, I have kids is a lot. That's a lot. You you got you just got like a nice adaptation at this point where you just like la, 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 I don't hear you. The way I know if my kids are being really noisy is I get dirty looks from people. And I go, oh wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I don't think I've actually uh, I don't think I've ran with a headphone on or uh, or skied for that matter or biked with pulling children or pushing children. But um, you know, it depends where you're at. I could see for sure cross country skiing would be would be fine generally, and uh, um, and you know, running running on some trails. Well, yeah, why not? You can still see them. So, exactly. <laughs> if they're choking on a lollipop, you'll you'll see them anyway. But exactly. <laughs> Hopefully. Well, you mentioned the lollipop. That's another question we get a ton is um, how do you keep the kids entertained in the stroller? What did you do with your – any any tricks from, from the great white north that you have for us? <laughs> well, I think the thing that comes to mind for me is um, our, we have a suspension system on most of our, our carriers. And I know a lot of walking over the years, I would literally be bouncing it and uh, – the kids seem to enjoy that for some strange reason. So um, it'd be the, the bumpy ride. So you just bounce it. Bonk, bonk, bonk. So, um, so kind of like a low rider car, the way that won't, won't, won't. That's exactly. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I better be careful. How I recommend this, but we'll do everything from pushing them ahead and then, you know, run up in front of them and they think they're going to run me over and, you know, all sorts of games. And, and then um, of course you can entertain them with books and I, iPads and uh, and the like and and they do tend to sleep in carriers too, which is the other one of the other bonuses I would say for parents is kids often uh, get lulled to sleep in a carrier, so sometimes you don't have to worry about it at all. Right, right. And with with two kids, they'll entertain. They either entertain each other and and uh, have fun, or else they're they're fighting with each other. Oh yeah, I have I have twins, and they were at each other like cats and dogs in the stroller. So. <laughs> I have a sequence I should send you. It's one of my all-time favorite sequences from a, a photo shoot, and it's these two kids, and they were strangers. And the the one, they were maybe around a year and a half or two, and the the one child decided he liked the look of the eyes of the other child, so he he literally goes to grab this <laughs> this poor little guy next to him, his eyes. Anyway, oh my, quite a fun, quite a funny. But it does happen. You're right. Kids are either they're either tearing at each other or they're just having fun together. Oh my gosh! I, 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 my kids are always having fun together. They never tear at each other, so I'm glad. <laughs> you have such problems, but you know. Uh, uh, thinking. Yeah. So I think we need that photo then to illustrate this podcast. So Dan, I think you need to email that photo to us. Send it to. Yeah. So, and how about, uh, so jettisoning out, you know, the blanket, the toys, the iPad, everything, just zip them in and, and call it good, you know, put the, put the top back on the convertible and, 
Yeah, our kids never. They weren't. Uh, they weren't throwers of products in the in the carrier for whatever reason. But um, yeah, generally we'd have the cover down. Being in Canada, as you know, it's either snowing or raining or something. So um, with the cover down, we're usually good. Yeah. Well, and so you're director of innovation at um, at Chariot Carriers, and I saw a very cool your next generation at the ski show in Denver last winter. I mean, what's your next innovation? Can you tell us a little bit about what's coming up? I don't think I'm allowed to yet. Oh, all right. <laughs> I will in a, in a few months, though. Secrets. Uh, okay. Yeah, secrets. So we do have some new products we're, we're working on. and. Uh, is, there an, is there any sport you're leaning towards that you don't have yet? Like, you know, water skiing. Skiing or surfing or water skiing, yeah. Mountain, mountain climbing. We've got the mountain climbing carrier. <laughs> right. Uh, no, nothing Nothing in terms of totally new sports like surfing or mountain climbing. Or, but, um, um, yeah, just... Just still focusing on on the main activities that people will be using it uh, with their children, and uh, you know, in the future, I could see us. I expect we'll we'll branch more into uh, or also into cargo carrying uh, devices. We've yeah. we've done some. We've had a secondary brand we've sold um, for about the last ten years called Cruiser Cruiser Designs, and um, that that line has had a dog and some pet carriers and. And whatnot, but um, for, uh, for, for for fur parents, mm-hmm. for fur parents, yeah, yeah. I see those more often. You know, I live in Denver, and I just saw one yesterday on my bike ride. They are out there. They people like to pedal with their pooches, as we say. <laughs> yeah, we're not big pet people, so it was it was a surprise to me just how big that market is. Um, oh yeah. yeah. Our last question for you, of course, is how you do you celebrate Father's Day in Canada or not? We do. We do, yes, yeah. Oh, okay, so so what are you doing with your five offspring on Sunday? Well, we're going. Um, we go often to a place called Camore, which is just a, an hour to the west of us in the in the mountains, uh, just outside of Banff. And uh, we're going to be up there, and we're going to ride, which we did last year. We're going to ride to Banff. Um, there's the um, uh, Trans Canada Trail. It's called and. Uh, Part of the trail links Canmore to Banff, so it's about a 25-kilometer ride. So we will ride there as a family and um, have lunch, and then ride back. Oh, very nice. nice. Very so, nice. so who gets towed? Your four-year-old, and does your next oldest one get towed or not? She actually, our next oldest one, she's six, and she's she's really uh, she's very gung ho. So she, we did it last year, and she actually rode, um, I think, pretty well the whole thing. We might have thrown her in the chariot near the end. Wow. But, um, it's a yeah, long ride she, for a five-year-old. Yeah, she's a, oh, yeah. she's a machine. She's our toughest kid, for sure. She's going to be a triathlete. <laughs> We're thinking something, uh, yeah. Cool. And then, yeah, our four-year-old will be um, – we'll probably let her ride a little bit, too. She's riding now, and so um, she has a little 10-inch bike, 10-inch wheel bike, so she'll, she'll ride some, and we'll throw that on the back of the chariot and pull her the rest. Nice, nice. Yeah. Well, have fun doing that, and thanks so much for making time to talk with us. Glad to do it. Nice to talk with you guys. Oh, I love a good Canadian accent, don't you? I? Or they say I? You know, that sounds like that's pirate talk, right? A, A. <laughs> I also love that, Dimity, that you're trying to mimic a Canadian accent when I think of your Minnesota accent's not all, all that different than a Canadian accent. Oh, I can tell a difference of a Canadian between a Minnesotan. I mean, oh, you know, I can too. I can. I can too. border there, Sarah. There's an international. I find them both a little contagious, though. Um, I know when I was up running the Vancouver Marathon, I came back and I was like, oh, my gosh, all of my sentences are now going up. Um, 
I'm going talking like this yeah. about. Yeah. So yeah. no, but that was that was great talking with him and uh, he's a super clever guy and sounds like a great family man too. Yeah. Yeah. Five kids. Well, and I have to say, I mean, I use that chariot. I mean, you know, he doesn't run with his that much, so I can now come full circle. I didn't run with mine all that much, as we've said a couple times. I mean, it's just like running is my time, but that bike feature, holy cow, we got a lot, a lot of use out of that. Um, the, you know, attaching the trailer to the bike. Mm -hmm. Um, and I used it when Amelia was in kindergarten and put Ben back there and Ben and I would go and, you know, we would go on bike rides and just chat. I mean, those are some of my best memories of, you know, just having a kid like alone time like that where you're just out. And I guess you could do it running too. I'm just not so good at talking while I'm running. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so, uh, so yeah, those are good times singing, singing, talking about animal noises, you know, all Mm -hmm. the, all the important things you need to do in the world. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That was fun. So, um, we want to remind people to, uh, if you're listening to this on Father's Day or a couple days after that, to head on over to our site, um, anothermotherrunner.com for a chance to win a Chariot Carrier Cougar 2, which um, is worth nearly $700, and it's complete with a stroller kit. So that was that's our um, hump day giveaway. So search for that and, and enter for your chance to win. So, um, as I said, our website is anothermotherrunner.com. You can find us on Facebook at Run Like a Mother the Book or on Twitter at at the Mother Runner. Please buy our books from Amazon.com. It's Run Like a Mother and Train Like a Mother. And many happy miles, whether you're pushing cargo or not. <laughs>